Hello, you're listening to Repent and Believe Podcast with Cynthia Smalls, founder of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here, we talk about and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fashioned in God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's get started. Cynthia Smalls. We're back to God Ministries. How is everyone doing today? I pray that all is well in your lives, that you are walking by faith and not by sight. You are not giving up on the Lord Jesus Christ. We are waiting with bated breath for you to come, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Today, I want to touch on a topic that some may seem as controversial only because these fake false teachers and pastors for so long have been cramming down our throats these false doctrines, these traditions of men that we actually actually think that this is what we do in the church. And so this is why The Lord Jesus Christ has given me this ministry, Back to God Ministries, because we need to repent and turn back to God. And part of this ministry that he has graced me with is to deal with and to exhort the body of Christ where corruption in the church is concerned. Because let me tell you, a lot of people love their pastors. We get that. We get that as a sinner. And when we get pricked in our hearts from the Holy Spirit, that the way we have been living is not right in the eyes of God. And we make a sincere uh, change where we say, you know what? I'm just going to stop sinning. I'm going to believe on Christ. I'm going to go on and get saved. And so the first thing we do, because you know, the sinners, we don't, we didn't know any better. We thought that you go to church and that man of the cloth, that man of the cloth is going to stand up there and let us know what it is that God now expects from us and that they would teach us how to read scripture, how to interpret scripture. Why? Because we don't know any better. We were heathens in the world, in the world. But glory be to God, we heard that message of how Jesus died for us and that how he died on a cross for the sins of the world and that horrific death and all that what took place, how he stepped out of deity to come down here to this dark, stinking, foul, sin-laden of, of a world to to put off the Godhead, to come down here. The Bible says that the word was made flesh. And so when we heard the message of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, how he died and was buried and he rose again, and we say, yes, 
come on, Lord, I need a savior. Save me. And so we what? Put on our Sunday best. We go down, we go on down to our local church because we we are revved up now. We just got saved. We know that we have been saved from hell. So we want to learn all about Jesus now. We are high in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And then what happened? We get on down to this wolf church. Cause see, we didn't know that he was a wolf in sheep clothing, and we bought the lie. We bought the tickling ear messages. We bought everything that they were shoveling and peddling. Why? Because we didn't know any better. Initially, we didn't know that we supposed to study the scriptures to show ourselves approved. Because you see, the pastor role is to tell us these things that we shouldn't take what he say. We should look into the scriptures for ourselves and let the Holy Spirit teach us and guide us he is to be the shepherd he is to he's the pastor over jesus flock until he comes back okay he ain't supposed to sit up there lying to us you know getting us to practice the false doctrine of tithing and sowing seed okay and a whole other bunch of stuff and so Getting back to today's lesson, I'm telling you, I can go off on tangents. That's why I need notes, okay? All right, getting back to the lesson at hand, okay? The question on the floor is, should we be praying using Bible scriptures? Okay, so here we go. For those who have ears, I'm going to need you to Hear what the Holy Spirit is saying because like the rant I just started this podcast on this episode with, okay, that how these false pastors and preachers and teachers and master prophets and apostles, okay, they for so long has been giving us wrong information. Okay, so now look, masses of people are praying witchcraft prayers unbeknownst to many they are practicing witchcraft and they are using the holy scriptures oh yes i know it shocked me too because sitting up under um a world-renowned mega church wolf pastor okay under that prosperity word of faith healing (laughs) ministry okay their sole aim and victory was to get us to stand on God's word. Now, as a babe in Christ, we thinking, yes, that's what we're supposed to do. God made promises. He made them to us. So why not, you know, stand on them in prayer? But is that biblical? So that's the question where we are today. Is it biblical to pray Bible scriptures. So now look, and please hear me today, okay? Because this is a very, very important message for each of us to consider that nowhere in scripture from Genesis to Revelation where you find that Jesus told us to pray the Bible, to pray the logos, the logic, the written word of God, 
the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. In Matthew 6 verses 9 through 13, there are masses amount of people who are quoting scriptures and they are demanding, okay, demanding because that's what I was taught up in that fake prosperity word of faith church, okay? They are demanding that God to do certain things, yes. And they will say something like this. Well, I'm standing on Psalms 23 or I'm standing on Deuteronomy 28, you know, the blessings of Abraham or I'm standing on Psalms 91 because God will protect me, okay? They are basically saying, God, you said in your word, thus and so and thus and so, right? And they will quote the scriptures literally without realizing that they are throwing up their fists at God. We are strong arming God, people. We are trying to force and demand holy God to do what we want him to do when we quote unquote send up his word because that wolf and sheep clothing told us this is what we need to do in order to make God move really yeah okay friends no that is a no-no it is it is a teaching of men it provokes invokes and instigate pride oh yes why because we are actually prideful to think that we can yell in god's face and make him do anything but for his grace and mercy that he don't zap us dead on the spot when we do that glory be to god now this also moves along here we go here's another one it also moves along the false movement of I decree, I declare. Lord, help us today, okay? These false churches, these prophetess, these false and fake prophets, they love to say, I decree, I declare, I bind you, Satan. I rebuke you, Satan. Nine times out of ten, the reason why you have problems in your life, the reason why you feel is that you need to bind the devil, and the reason why you feel that you need to declare and decree is because you, my friend, have sin in your life. That's why the troubles are coming to you. And oftentimes than not, God uses trials and tribulations to sit you down to rebuke you, to let you know you are causing this problem. How many times did he tell us to flee fornication? But no, you, my friend, you got to have that booty call or you got to keep them phone numbers in your phone just in case you want to hook up or, or you want to continue with your friends with benefits. And then you wonder why we having so much problems in our lives, right? And we spinning, uh, see, here we go. The Holy Spirit is taking me on another left field. But now look, okay, we are spending our money on ourselves with 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 what clothing fashion uh sin going out on on these days with married men and women 
We are doing the most. And then at the end of the month, when we don't have any money and the bills are due, and now you want to bind and, and loose the devil off your finances. Well, then maybe if you stop, stop eating out 25 times a month, maybe you can have some money. Oh, here we go. Now, look, getting back to the lesson with this, I decree, I declare, throwing your fist up at God. It sets with the dominion theology. Yes, it's a thing called dominion theology where people feel that we can quote unquote dominate every situation in our lives. And to do that, all you got to do is find you a scripture girl or some would say a promise of God. Yeah, and we grab that scripture and we'll grab that promise and we'll stand on it and throw our fists up at God and say, you said in your word. Yeah, okay. My friend, look, this is so dangerous because it puts you in pride. P-R-I-D-E, pride. Because you see, pride has many hues. It has many shades. Let's say, okay, for instance, let's say you have a child, right, that wants their own way and they stand in defiance of you and say to your face, mommy, but you said, <laughs> and so when they're trying to win an argument, they'll come back with something you said. And when they do this, don't you feel insulted? And you're like, hmm, who did, who? <laughs> Who do this kid think he is? And likewise, how much how much more so does God Almighty say when we throw it back in his face about something he said? He know what he said. He wrote it, right? The problem is that many of you have been taught to do this by that fake pastor. Like I said, that fake, that false teacher, that lying prophet. That Jezebel spirit diva prophetess, that apostate bishop, by that Jesus did not send him apostle, okay? You have been taught to just what? Speak the word. Speak the word back to God. Give God back his word. My friend, that is not scriptural. Absolutely not. That is not scriptural. The Holy Spirit wants us to speak about this because many of you are just going through the motions about prayer. Absolutely. Your time of speaking to God is boring. It's lackluster and you just going to do your penance and go. You get up in the morning and you do your five to ten minute devotional. You pray. You look at certain scriptures and then you pray those scriptures, and then you go on about your day. There's no joy. There's no excitement in your walk with God. We, my friends, have been lulled to sleep by these teachings that have harmed our relationship with Jesus and with God the Father. These people are crazy. <laughs> Would you want, okay, let me just ask you this. Would you want a relationship with someone who's constantly throwing their fists in your face, demanding you do something for them because of a promise you told them? Just all day at you. You said this and you said that. They are constantly at you. Nothing heartfelt about it. 
nothing spiritual about what they're saying, but just constantly browbeating you with the words that you said. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 7, but when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Amen. And that's what's happening, my friend. Many of us, we are much speaking. We are browbeating. We are throwing the logic, the written word of God at him. And he ain't happy with it. Why? The root and much of all of this is vain repetitions. Remember what Jesus said. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Because you see, when I was a babe in Christ, right? It was at the time, it was this popular Christian female author. And she and she put out many books on like positive um, affirmation. She was steeped in this I declare, I declare, um, I decree, I declare false movement as well. And so, so what she would do is put out these uh, prayer books. I decree, I declare this and that. It's, it was like about 60, 70, 80 pages of nothing but I decree for this. I declare this. I back Satan up for this. I declare that I am healthy. I am wealthy. I decree, I declare, I decree, I declare. Just 80 pages. And me and my immaturity I would every day on my way to work on the bus on the train I'll be declaring and and decreeing as well thinking that I am gaining victory in the spirit and now glory be to God I could only God imagine just sitting up there like excuse me Cynthia excuse me you what you you decreeing what no, I make the declarations, okay? I make the demands. I'm almighty God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And see, and this is why we get steep in pride when we do this. We are taking God's authority on this earth out of his hands and putting it into our hands. And then we want to turn around. <laughs> Let me tell you how, just how satanical and just how arrogant this is and boastful. After we declare and decree, okay, and now we're going to take all that and throw it in God's face and make him keep his word. Who do we think we are? Are you kidding me? That is why this is so steeped in pride. We should not be declaring and, de and, and decreeing anything. If anything, we should be constantly on our hands and knees, repenting and, and thanking God for his grace and mercy that he didn't zap us out of here as we declaring and decreeing. Lord, help us today. Now, look, friend, if this is your behavior, you must denounce it. The only time we find Jesus speaking the word was to back up Satan off him. Jesus backed Satan off by quoting scriptures, okay? We speak the word, we quote the word when we are in battle, okay? Fake pastor, fake prophetess, okay? That's when we speak the word, okay? When we are defending our faith against the false brethren, 
that's when we put pull out the scriptures okay when we are defending our position in christ we use the word as a weapon to defend ourselves not to throw it back in god's face how arrogant did we think we were okay to defend ourselves against false teachings wolves and vipers and religious folks you gotta know this word okay and that's when we speak the word people that's when we speak the word but when you're in your time of prayer when you seeking god you don't browbeat the father with his own word are you kidding me because look thank you holy spirit as i raise my hand in stupidity we sat amen so there you go my friends in closing and super closing we do not we do not we do not use god's word and throw it back in his face those words are are holy righteous good and it is for our teaching and learning and reproof and rebuke how dare we in our frail humanity that barely got saved in the first place because we still sinning we ain't repenting we ain't doing nothing but yet we'll go back to that fake church throw our fist up at god and demand him to do anything lord have mercy upon us we repent for every incantation we have ever said for every prayer book that we bought for 29.99 plus tax we repent of that lord we know no better but now we know thank you lord jesus for sending your true messengers out here to teach us the truth we were duped we've been deceived lord have mercy on them they need to repent and stop sinning and turn back to their first love this made me mad because i remember sitting up in there on my way to hell thinking i'm saved and these fake pastors and these fake prophetess all they want is the money and they don't care what they had to say to get it glory be to god hallelujah my friends be well until next time lord willing i'll speak to you all soon bye for now guys for tuning in i truly appreciate all your support until next time i'll be talking to y'all soon bye